Do you have a spooky real-life ghost story that you'd like us to read out on the show? Or maybe you'd like us to take a musical look at your favourite horror film? Then drop us an email at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Sitting comfortably, then let's begin. There it goes. Good day, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Ghost Gig. The Ghost Gig. The Ghost Gig. That's good. I will remember. That's what it's called. That is what it's called. <laughs> You've forgotten the name of the yes, podcast. Yes, I've called this file something else, but I'll fix <laughs> it. <then. laughs> All right. Well, as far as I know, we're called the Ghost Gig. Um, I think I'm correct there. Anyway, how are you, Vince? Confused. Confused. Well, there's no change there, then. Don't don't be alarmed. That's how he is normally. I'm not alarmed. I don't think anyone else should no, be either. But, you know, if people have listened to the past episodes... Yeah. Um, Let's save your concerns. Yeah, it's quite normal. Um, we hope everyone is very, very well. So I suppose we'll start off with our film review. That does seem to be the way we do things. It so is. let's let's plough forward with tradition. Yes. yes. So as always, I'll just give a little overview of the film. Um, we watched Drag Me to Hell. We did. We did. We did watch Drag Me to Hell, which so, I am very glad that we read <laughs> because I saw it at the cinema in two thousand and nine, or it was, mm. and I really enjoyed it. This was the first. And I hadn't seen it since. This was the first time I'd ever seen it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to. I will try and give an overview without giving away any of my feelings. So it was. Basically about a, a gypsy's curse, I would say, um, and trying to shake off a gypsy's curse, uh, and kind of all the ins and outs of that. Would you agree with that? I mean, that's the, all those things are present without. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's a young woman who gets cursed, and she spends the entire film trying to remove the curse. She does. Yes. She does. Um, All of what you've just said is accurate. It is. It's difficult to kind of give a, a yeah, an unbiased this film. Well, how about you explain your further thoughts inside? Uh, yes. Well, what an idea. What an oh, idea, no. Vincent. Um, so yes, as I said, Vincent's seen this film before. I had never seen it, and I pretty much watched it in disbelief. I have to say. Um, so um, yeah, um, here we go. Um, this, fil- this uh, film, this song, is called The Awkward Lunch. Wonderful. <laughs> Humans run like limp rag dolls Bodily fluids spill from every hole Take every evil being you possibly know Well, loan officers are just the worst So she probably deserved the gypsy's curse Wonderful torment, so horribly fun Successfully grossing out everyone Humans flung like limp rag dolls Bodily fluids spill from every hole Take every evil being we possibly know and fling them into a big old show 
It's a gory filled pantomime Overdone, overworked in the perfect time Sure there's a poltergeist, the devil and such But the scariest scene is the awkward lunch Humans flung like limp rag dolls Bodily fluids view from every hole Take every evil being you possibly know And fling them into a big old show Just, just the perfect tone Dude. It's revolting and charming Don't watch it alone Dude. You'll laugh for sure You may get queasy and faint Dude. I'd recommend a bucket just in case Dude. And may I end on the ending scene Dude. The most satisfying I've ever seen So Dude. go watch this film Seek out this movie Dude. I swear to you, it's sure a doozy Before I completely open up my soul about this film, I'm going to let you play your song. Yeah, okay. I mean, is that for the best? <laughs> All right, okay. Well, let's see how this works out. Drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. I'm fearing the bodily fluids and the buttons as well. Drag me to hell. Drag me to hell I'm fearing the bodily fluids And the buttons as well It's kinetic and vibrant fun Fearing the buttons There's bodily fluids abound Nostalgia for the genre somehow Good and sustained fear Adrenaline in the first few minutes Special effects that are tactile and visceral Respect your elders or they'll unleash a demon in Drag me to hell Drag me to hell I'm fearing the bodily fluids In the buttons as well Drag me to hell Just drag me to hell I'm fearing the bodily fluids In the buttons as well it's fun to see a different bringer of evil She's unrelenting and she's formidable Revolting but never without the wit Our villain goes to bite without her teeth back in yet The most uncomfortable meal since a razor head with plenty of knowing throwbacks to the evil dead in Drag me to hell Drag me to hell I'm fearing the bodily fluids 
Scares and goofy over the top scenes Leaning into criticism, horror is cartoony Vicious and viscous gore But never resorting to torture porn Our protagonist gets punished for wanting to succeed Pursued, tormented by a goat devil in Sleep a seance scene with some great looking demons in the same film with a dangling anvil's woman fights corpse and the corpse wins. Woman fights corpse and the corpse wins. Woman fights corpse and the corpse wins. Woman fights corpse but the corpse wins. Specials, um, but it definitely came from that sort of. It's down. like a ghost down. It's a sinister song, yeah. but they're not the only band to yeah. do that sort of I sound. I know. Well, you're just showing off. Well, <laughs> very cool and showy offy. Well done, Vincey. She's um, the one who can sing properly. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to um, talk about how ridiculous this film was I mean it absolutely is in a good way though they yes. knew absolutely what they were doing it wasn't like they were trying to be a serious horror film it was like you know fuck it we're just gonna go for everything it was hilarious it absolutely is it made yes. me jump it was but it was hilariously scary if that makes sense but it's, it's a Sam Raimi film and yeah. if you've ever seen The Evil Dead or any of I haven't we need to watch that we will maybe yeah. maybe not for this movie we will who knows yeah, yeah. Um, but we should watch because this is basically this is his return to form uh, okay in, in the in, when it was released which was of course quite a long time ago uh, now as, and yeah I, I do feel there's a weird thing where um, perhaps at the time it was it was seen I, I don't know but I feel like at the time maybe it was, it was seen as some sort of feminist film now it kind of feels like she's being punished for trying to do her job properly. Maybe. So I feel like it doesn't age in that regard quite as well as it could have done, but I really enjoyed it. I don't know about... For me, it was just like, we're just really... We're just going to completely take the piss. I, I oh, thought yeah. I thought it was... I just thought it was it was scary, um, yes. but thoroughly entertaining. It was almost like comic horror, but it is. But I mean, there's actually you remember the bit where there's it's one of those um, like nightmares she has during, and she breaks into a shed and there's actually an anvil tied to a rope yeah. hanging from a pulley on the yeah. ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Now that it's it, it, that's yeah. what I said. And the amount it's, of- it's like the movie's going look. 
people keep saying it's cartoony, yeah. let's do the ultimate cartoon gag of a hanging anvil that falls on the baddie. And the amount <laughs> of corpse face in her face screaming. There was Absolutely. A, there was so much of that. And that, oh, that gypsy woman, um, yeah. apologies to the actress, but she was freaky looking. I oh, know. They, they, the, the casting, I think, was actually very good. There's yeah, only a small yeah. cast. There's only, what, six characters in the whole thing? Yeah. Maybe in Anna Callum's support staff, but they're all really well cast. But it the, has the lead actress, she's great. Um, yeah. Other, than, oh, being, she other than being a really good rag doll, which is definitely required of her, which is not that easy, but she is very yeah. well. And it's got, every, you know, well. it's got, a, it's got a seance, it's got a wake, it's got, you the know, seance is really that's probably tips. the standout like set yeah. piece I think. In but my that head. was just like, you know, it was almost like a pantomime. Do you know what I mean? Kind like, of, but it, but it's, it is also actually scary. Yeah. Like you actually looked quite scared watching it. I seem to remember I was kind of jumping. You, you did, but also the sofa shook. L- yeah, but but just laughing my head off because, and I, I felt bad because I think I was probably making lots of noise in the house. My poor flatmate was probably thinking, what on earth's going on? I'm sure she was fine. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I just thought, I just was like, okay, they've obviously, this is all on purpose, it's all meant to be like this, and it works 100%. Tongue is so far in cheek, but yeah. it, it's created clearly by someone who knows exactly how to yeah. do that tone, and it, it is done very well. Oh, I yeah. Uh, I mean, if it's... you've not seen I can't believe I've got this far in my life and have not seen it, so... <laughs> and I think you keep saying, oh, we need to watch it, and I was like, nah, it doesn't look very good. To be fair, so, I think, I, as when I first remember seeing it at the cinema, I thought the title is kind of pants. Yeah, well, I kind of thought it was going to be one of those teeny, you know, like crappy, you know, and a okay. teenage girl gets, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, okay. did, I didn't realise what it was and now I do. I think mm-hmm. everyone should watch it because it's it, just It is brilliant. very good. It is very good. Um, yeah, it does not take itself seriously. No, no. It, like, I think I wrote retro, go, retro throwback. It's gooey and goofy. Yeah. And as I said, the, um, in the song, they basically every moment they can have a ridiculous over the top of piece of CGI, they will. With the I mean, face, the, yes. the, the, the gypsy's face, and that huge devil creature. Sorry, spoilers, but that huge devil creature at the end. The demons, actually, I, I really like the demon because actually, mm. most of the times when you see demons depicted in films, they look a bit pants. Yeah. Because they can never be as scary as, say, the devil. Yeah. But they're always kind of amorphous. You know, for example, what a, dra- what, um, a vampire is supposed to look like. You know what a zombie is supposed to look like. A demon is actually quite broad, it can kind of be anything. So, in. My, in when I think of demon, actually, in televised demons and film demons, lots of times they're quite poorly done. Yeah. Because these ones are actually scary. Oh, no, it looks great. This is scary. It looked great, but it really got... No, it was really... It wasn't just kind of, like, a bit creepy. It was like, we're going to go full throttle, like... Oh, it does. Open mouth, like, vomiting black oh, yeah, the, stuff, you there, know. There's uh, lots of ooze. Yeah, lots of ooze. Lots of wetness. Um, my my um, only quibble, and I don't know why, this has happened in every single thing we've reviewed so far, a poor animal has to die. Why is this? Why does the cat have to die again? Why did that poor kitten... That, in Pet Cemetery, a cat died. In, um, in Kiwi, Louis Theroux, there were many animals that died. Why do we keep having to watch things with animal sacrifices? It makes me very sad. Because they're scary. I know, but it's not scary. It's just sad. Like, I, I, oh, I don't know. It makes me a bad person. I'm, I'm more comfortable seeing humans being killed than animals. Like, I think a lot of people are like that. But they okay. had this yeah. ridiculously sorry against what ridiculously cute kitten, and the minute you see it, you know the poor thing is going to be dead before the film. Yeah, it's just. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't see it being killed on screen. That would be a bit much. She doesn't no, do that. thankfully, it's some, not in the film for a great do, length of Some time films either. do show that, and thank, yeah. thank God you didn't see that. Um, but yeah, I'm like, please, no more animal killings, especially cats, because I really love cats. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I think it was very good. But there was some odd bits where it just felt like the character was. It was written to be funny rather than be scary. Like yeah. she, she's quite strong and, and straightforwardly minded. Uh, yeah, and, and quite cunning. 
but then at odd moments, like she she decides to break down and eat ice cream. There were vibes. She eats she eats a, eat a tub of chocolate ice cream. And like even her, her boyfriend yeah. comes and goes. But I thought you were lactose intolerant. Yeah. Mind you, that he's also. I mean, hilariously, like, gormless in a certain way. Highly intelligent, but gormless, because it's like, it, are you sure you're okay? I forgot how many times he said that, and she sure clearly was yes. not okay. Are you sure? I, well, yeah. Just but she, be, clearly, she, kept, she kept going, well, actually, yes, maybe. I mean, he'd go, okay, well, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> news flash for events, that's just men. Um, no, but she was also like, she'd go, yeah, actually, I am Yeah, okay. but when we say we're okay, we're generally not just saying... Maybe, yeah, um, but there were it, vibes, it was just odd. There were vibes of scary movie, I thought, almost. Like, ter- like little okay. vibes of scary movie that kind of, um, you know, slight... The, the whole ridiculous of it was almost parody, but not quite. It, no, you, it never goes near a parody for me, I didn't think. So, Do you not? Like, during the seance bit, like, it got so ridiculous. Do you remember there's a goat, and they're trying to channel the, like, the spirit of the demon into the goat... Yeah. This actually happens where they put their hand on the goat's head and, no, then, I know. and, then, and then the goat turns and starts going, nah, 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 and then sort of <laughs> like, that's just so stupid. No, I did I did get <laughs> if you didn't, that's cool, but I did get scary movie quite just two thousand and nine, so yeah, it would have been after the scary yeah, movie. Yeah, it's almost a decade after yeah, scary movie. So I think it was a little for me it was a little nod, but um I, yeah. I feel like this existed in spite of scary movie, actually. Okay. I feel like because obviously it knew that people would have seen those yeah. sorts of things and people have been finding horror funny for a while yeah. and this this does intentionally like get laughs it tries to go for laughs sometimes yeah. because horror and and comedy are somewhat aligned in a lot they of are. ways um yeah well obviously for our listeners if anyone is listening and um, vince is a lot older than me so he remembers all this stuff i'm not a lot older than you i'm not a lot older than you um no that is a joke but he's a little bit older than me so he remembers he, as I said, you went to see this in cinema. I didn't. I don't think I was quite old enough. It was an eighteen. No, it was only fifteen. Um, I think it may have only. I think it was only fifteen actually, okay. because there's not actually very much blood at all. Like, there's other bodily fluids and like things come out of corpses and all sorts of ridiculous things. Lots of spit and goo and pus, but actually not much blood. Oh, that's okay then. You think that that is it? Like that's how they managed to yeah. chase a lower rating. Like I think it was only a fifteen. Okay. Maybe it was an eighteen in the UK. I, I feel like it probably wasn't. Because anyway. around that era, they were definitely trying to make sure that nothing was an 18 yeah. that wasn't outright okay. porn, basically. <laughs> well, anyway, um, I would say it's a it's a scream. This film, literally. Yeah, yeah, in both senses of the words. Watch it. it if you've not seen is. it, if you have seen it, watch it again. It's great. Um, it, it is good. Yeah. One last thing that that seemed odd at the time and still feels a little odd to me now is that they, they sort of reprised the uh, the villain of it being a weird old lady gypsy. Yeah. That was odd. It did work here, um, but it did feel like it, it did was. Work. It was they were using it as like a cultural shorthand, which yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I get why. But given the tone of the film, the tone yeah. of every other aspect of the film, yeah. yes, I, I, I agree. But it can be reprimanded for not reprimanded. What am I saying? It, uh, it can be forgiven for the rest of the, like the rest of the film makes up for that. But yes, I agree with that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yeah, cool. Wonderful vileness is yes. thing, I think what wonderful I would vileness it has. and just completely ridiculousness of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as I said, just if you're unsure, just go watch it. Yeah, just watch go it. watch it. Don't worry about it. Just um, go watch it. Brilliant. Well, we should probably tell some stories. Sorry, it's my turn this week, isn't it? It is your tell turn. Tell some stories. And um, if anyone heard our very first episode, I told some personal stories. Um, and I thought I would finish them off, if that's all right with you, Mr. Vince. Uh, yeah, all right, okay. He's quaking in his boots, everyone. He's really scared. I haven't put my boots on. Oh. <laughs> I was afraid the noise would be too, too loud have, with the quaking. Have, you'll have to quake in your skin, then. 
That sounds really disgusting. That does actually, yeah. Mm. Sort of going to like I don't know, a Lincoln yeah. Park or something. Like that. Like, well, <laughs> that's much earlier than you dragged me to hell. No. <laughs> I have to say that the stories you told last week definitely gave me goosebumps. So I um I feel like I've had, I've got big shoes to fill. There you go, or big skin to fill. No, bringing it back around. <laughs> anyway, so um, if anyone listened to the first episode, or if you haven't, this is a little recap. So I grew up in a, quite an old house, which I'm pretty sure was haunted. Anyone who wants to hear the first part of the stories, have a listen to episode one. Um, so I'm going to continue with my accounts. So here we go. Um, so here is a couple more of accounts um, from the old house I grew up in Sussex. So the first part of the stories was when I was a child, and these are when I'm a bit older, so sort of um, mid to late teens. Um, So when I was uh, sort of 16, 17, my then boyfriend came to live with us. Um, We'll call him X, it's easiest. Um, So he used to wake up a lot in the night. Um, He used to have bad dreams, and he would wake up suddenly and do that kind of classic thing of <gasps> sit up and you know and um, oh a lot of times he's probably just showing off or you know being annoying um, but um, <laughs> he used to complain of terrible nightmares in that house and I have to say he never did it when we slept anywhere else so if we were staying at his mum's or you know were away he never did it then so that was interesting um, one particular night I was awoken and he'd woken up and was basically screaming at the top of his lungs I had leant over and switched the light on and X had jumped out of bed and was frantically patting himself down and he was kind of his hands were sort of all over his body it was like he was picking stuff off his body so obviously I was asking him what on earth was like, what's the matter um, I couldn't see anything on him and he looked straight at me so for me he looked awake and he said he was covered in spiders I looked at him I couldn't see anything at all I was trying to calm him down um, but he kept screaming that he was covered in spiders and eventually he sort of ran off and I could hear him showering and he was in there for about 45 minutes um, and then he came back to bed so that was very very odd um, he said he was basically crawling with spiders um, so obviously could well have been hallucinating or dreaming uh, the only thing I think of is that uh one, he was genuinely terrified. Obviously, he was. we were together for a long time. I knew him very, very well. I could tell when he was pretending, when he wasn't definitely, genuinely terrified. Um, and, of course, the other point is that house had form. I had experienced things in that house before mm-hmm. as well. So that was my, that's my first account. What do you think? Did he remember all this in the morning? Yeah. Well, he still what remembers else did he it. Come out with? He still, I, mean, I mean, obviously haven't seen him I, for ages. I just have more questions for this one. No, I mean, it just sounds terrifying. I, I still yeah. haven't seen him. I obviously haven't seen him for ages, but he re- he remembered it from you know years years after. He still remembered it. So this isn't mm. just me sort of. He he. I'm I'm pretty sure if you were to ask him today, he would remember that again as well. Sounds like that's exactly the kind of thing you'd remember. But well, yeah. But things happen like... But um, these sorts of things only ever happened in this one location for him. In, in that house. But things happen like in the previous episode, I was in that car with my mum and we mm. saw that white woman in the, in the road and I, she doesn't remember it happening. He, so with this particular account, he still remembers it. So And he said it was his body was crawling with spiders. Um, I could not see these spiders. But 
As you I are said. quite blind without your lenses. <laughs> this is true. I've got terrible eyesight. But I think. E- I know. I, I'm not the same. Like, I mean, you are. You are completely I think. I think even I though could tell if someone had spot. And it, they would be all over me as well. Surely, if they were all over him, they would. If we we're lying in the bed together, yeah. be all over me They'd as be well. Everywhere. So obviously, I mean, he could well have been hallucinated, but he had no history of hallucination. Um, as I, uh, he looked genuine. It, there was real fear there, and when you're with someone for a long time, you know when they're scared and when they're not scared. You know when they're yeah. putting it on. He wasn't. He really wasn't. Um, and also, he wouldn't have bothered to shower for such a long time afterwards as well. True, true. Um, I can't remember now what he said. I guess I guess they kind of just disappeared when he kind of went and had, yeah, had a shower. Washed them away, presumably, yeah. from his perception. Um, but obviously, there was nothing in the shower afterwards. You know, we, none of us found anything. Um, very bizarre, though. It's mm. not your normal... What do you think? Do you think he was dreaming, or do you think... What do you think? It's possible. Yeah. Hallucinating it or something like that is possible. It's a very strange hallucination to have. I mean... Very. Uh, yeah. It's all, it's all that it, uh, it would continue beyond his dream as well, into his waking life, and yeah. still be... I mean, it's not the same thing as when you jolt yourself awake from something unpleasant in a dream, and then no. you have that moment of... Oh, and the realisation. No. But that, that didn't occur, so he no. still thought he, he was... was we know he was and he was up on his feet like mm. writhing around that was yeah that was bizarre and as I said that never happened in any other location we stayed in um, but he'd have these nightmares often in, in our house and then that one occasion with the spiders so yeah very 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 strange mm. yeah but he kept coming back so that's, that's okay no he did yeah um, until we moved out nah, um, nah. so um, as I said that was still my childhood home so that was still the home I grew up in where everything, all the other stories happened. So we're now fast-forwarding a few years, um, and all of us are in the process of moving. So my mum and dad and my little sister are moving out, and me and my then-boyfriend are finding our our own place. Um, So me and my ex had found a place, and my parents and my sister were hoping to move into a little cottage. Uh, My mum suggested that I came and had a look at the place with her. As soon as we stepped through the door, I felt uneasy. She showed me around and then took me up to the attic, which was going to be my little sister's room. By now, the feeling of unease had turned into fear. I did not feel welcome. And I told my mum this. And she was kind of disappointed because she takes these things seriously. However, they really loved the cottage and they went ahead anyway. When I heard this, I felt pretty alarmed because I I was pretty sure it was a mistake. Um, but then I suddenly knew that it was okay because they'd never actually end up living there. I just knew this, so I just didn't say anything. Long short of it, on the day of the move, my parents found out they'd been caught up in a fraud case and they lost the house. It was a horrible time and they were essentially homeless for a while, staying with friends. However, eventually they found their feet again and now live in a gorgeous little place with no bad vibes at all. And all things happen for a reason, even if things can be truly awful at the time. So, yes, yeah, so... Obviously, that ended up fine. Yeah, I just, that place they were going to go into. So, tell me more about the place rather than the circumstances of them not living there, because that doesn't seem like that's the crux of all, this. It, like I said, all I could feel, we went into this room and I just had this overwhelming sense of not being wanted there at mm-hmm. all. And the thing is, um, I hope my sister won't mind me saying she finds these things very, very creepy. You and I quite enjoy them, she doesn't like it at all. Um, and I was thinking, this is not the room for her to live in, no. you know? And, um, I, I told my the, my ex in the previous story, I told him this, and we told, I told my mum, 
and my mum has thought it was best not to say anything to my sister just because she does get scared yeah. and my ex said well she will she'll be more scared when she's flying around the room possessed by a demon you know <laughs> you know <laughs> yes that is true that would have been the case I mean I suppose ultimately therefore that remains that the scariest part of this story which would be scary would be a family becoming homeless spontaneously yeah because that is pretty damn scary obviously it, yeah it was but it was weird that I just knew they wouldn't end up there I mean, obviously, I didn't know the circumstances, the unpleasant circumstances, but I, I just had this feeling, like, because I wanted to kind of persuade them not to move there, and then I just had this feeling, like, actually, it's fine, they won't end up there. Unfortunately, how, how that happened was, was not very nice, but they are now in a place that's really, really nice, and it's kind of worked out, thankfully. Yes, it has. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was not massively paranormal, but gut instinct and just mm-hmm. the feeling of not... Honestly, this feeling I got was... Uh, it was like... Um, you know when you go into a pub um, and it's a local pub for local people and you're not local and everyone yes. comes and stares at you it was like that times a hundred do you know what I mean music stops everyone turns around the glasses yeah. stop clinking yeah yeah oh, no. it was like that <laughs> it was like that um, yeah so um, are you ready for my next account yes so we're going back in time now way back okay so they say being sensitive to the paranormal runs in the family as I previously mentioned I believe I've inherited it from my mum and she has inherited it from her father. This story is from way before my time but it's always given me the shivers. My granddad and his wife used to tell a story where they would come downstairs in the middle of the night because they can hear laughter and chattering and strange giggling. He said most nights he would come down and find three children sitting on the carpet in the living room drawing on the walls. In the mornings the drawings would still be there and they would have to scrub them off the wall. As I said, this was before my time. My granddad was a bit of a character, so I'll get his story with a pinch of salt. Although the one interesting thing is, though, my uncle, who you know very well, mm-hmm. who doesn't live very far from here, can still remember seeing the drawings on the walls. So that's quite that's quite credible mm. that he can remember yeah, seeing. Yeah, yeah. Unless my granddad drew them on himself, which, to be fair, I wouldn't put past him. Don't know, never met the man. Couldn't say. Um... Yeah, so my, my uncle, who is uh, my mum's younger brother, can remember coming down and seeing the drawings on the walls. I've always loved that story. It's always given me a bit of a, Ooh. you know, these weird little ghost children. Well, why not? I mean, even if it turned out to be tr- to be um, false, I don't think that's the end of the world, but like, let's let's take it as true for yeah. the sake of it. Well, it's interesting, though, because, you know, father to... So if he was sensitive, father to daughter... And then my mum to me. Yeah. Um, do you think these things come out in the family? Because it's funny because my That's sister's never experienced anything like this. Yeah, my dad okay, doesn't. But like many other things, it doesn't have to go to all children, does it? No. No. It doesn't have to go to any can skip a generation stuff. No, it's funny to think things like this can be like being good at maths or being good at music can be did, passed did down. Did anyone else in that household ever see any any of the kids? Um, I'm just curious, really. I think his wife saw them too. Hmm. I think. But as I said, you have to take these stories with a pinch of salt. My grandfather was, yeah, a, we'll say a character. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. It, it's because my uncle saying he saw them, the drawings. That's what makes me think. Mm, maybe there is something yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, because he would have just been a child at the time. So, you know, children don't necessarily people. Well, I don't. Of course, kids lie, but I don't really know. He says he remembers seeing them now, and my uncle's sort of in his late 40s, and you know. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. And that was a big old house um, that my grandfather lived in, 
Um, I used to be creeped out going there as a kid. So, <laughs> mostly because there was giant dogs behind every door, but hey, oh, okay. that was, yeah. Not with too many playmates there. No, but I can totally see that place would be haunted. Absolutely. Like, it was huge. And I remember there were earwigs in the bath. I mean, that's not really a haunting thing, that's just unpleasant. Yeah. Um, so I've got some, I've got a, some last accounts now, and okay. we're whizzing back into the future now. Okay. Um, and this is recently, this has been the last couple of years. So... Lastly, I'd like to go over some experiences I had at the last place I lived in. Um, so this was a flat I lived in about a year ago. Um, so I was in a house share with seven other people. And my room was in the attic. It's always the attic, isn't it? Blooming attic. Or the basement. One or the other. Um, it was huge. And it could get pretty cold in the winter. And also roasting hot in the summer. Vince knows all about that, don't you, Vince? Oh, yes. It was never the right temperature. Um, I was there for about two years and experienced things occasionally, but when I did experience them, they scared the absolute hell out of me. The first thing that happened was that my iPad would start playing the audiobook I was listening to at the time, just start playing it on its own in the middle of the night. Um, and it was, um, obviously I like horror, so it was always uh, a, a horror book, something by Dean Coots or Stephen King, and always read by someone with a deep, gravelly voice, and it would just come on in the middle of the night and scare the crap out of me. Um, it did it for a few nights on the go, um, and then stopped. Now, after the first night, when it did it after the first night, I turned the iPad off. Yeah, yeah, as you would do, realistically. But then it turned itself and you, on you again. You close the cover and yeah. put it in a But then the next night, it st- turned itself on again from being off. <laughs> um, so the ghost knew your unlock code as well. I've, well, yeah, I mean, if it was invisible, probably watched me doing it. Um, the other thing it did was play, a couple of times it played this strange African-sounding music that I'd not heard before. So I don't know if it... From, from your iPad? From my iPad. Was it a possessed iPad, perhaps? Uh, maybe. I mean, it, you knew how to get onto uh, Apple Music and obviously had a bit of a taste for African music. I mean, that's cool. But True. when it goes yeah. off at 4am when you're in a deep sleep... Less, then, less cool. Yeah. Um, uh, every time it gave me an absolute heart attack. I'm not going to lie. It was... Yeah. Um, so, secondly, in that room... Um, sometimes I would wake to feel someone walking their fingers up and down my spine, breathing on my neck or stroking my hair. The sensation was so real, I'd lie there awake, too scared to look at what was there. Obviously nothing, but and actually this still happens to me now occasionally. I can feel someone sort of, you know, touching me. Um, you mean other than me? Other than you, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, this is when you're not here, you know. Um... I'd often also experience the sensation of my cat walking up and down the bed and curling up, and this still happens occasionally. This isn't that scary, but it still happens to me. I had this cat when I was nine, and I'm now 30, and I still feel him sometimes coming up and um, curling up at the bottom of the bed. And um, in my sleep, I'll reach out to stroke him. I've probably done that when we, you and I have been asleep together, and I've probably gone to stroke him, and it's been thin air. Um, that's quite nice, actually. Yeah, don't mind that. Um... So my last one. So one night in this flat that I was in last year, I woke and my body had deadlocked into sleep paralysis. My boyfriend, that's you. It is. It is you. And it was then too. It was, yes. Um, would stay with me several nights a week. I would lie, f- I lay frozen, trying with all my might to move just a tiny little bit to wake him up. I could feel him next to me and hear his heavy breathing and I couldn't move my head to look at him. 
This was a really bad case of sleep paralysis and I could feel dread washing over me. I was clammy and had the sensation that I was being watched from the darkness of the room. As I said before, it's a big room and I have terrible eyesight. I remember searching desperately with my eyes, trying to catch a glimpse of what was watching me. So just big dark space around me and I could feel something lurking. Um, and I remember just desperately trying to move to wake you up because I was so scared. Um, again, I tried to attract my boyfriend's attention. I was so scared I could feel hot tears leaking down my chin. I remember this, I was crying. I was so scared. Um, my boyfriend continued to sleep. With all my mind, I, I managed to move my little toe and snap back into my body. I sat up and switched the light on. It was then that I remembered with absolute horror that my boyfriend wasn't there. And this was one of the nights we'd spent separately and I'd been well and truly alone. So what the hell had been lying next to oh, me okay. doing the sleep paralysis? Now, so you, I'm not coming out of this no, well at all, actually. Oh, you it's weren't not me. there. Okay. This is the thing, you weren't there. And well, I remember, weirdly, that's a relief on my part. <laughs> I remember waking up and just... Yeah, it was like, uh, it was like um, someone had poured a bucket of cold water over me when I realised you weren't actually there. So, any thoughts on that? I, mean, I think I've told you that. Yeah, yeah I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was definitely something lying next to me, breathing, definitely. And actually, to add to that, um, a friend of mine actually moved into this room um, <laughs> after I'd moved out, and I didn't say anything to him. Uh, he's now moved out too, but I did ask him if he experienced anything, and he said, oh, yeah, I did, actually. Things, uh, my stuff kept getting moved around. I was like, oh yeah, the room's haunted. And he was like, oh, thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that place, definitely, definitely, definitely haunted. Um, any thoughts, Vince? Haunted by something less pleasant. Although yeah. not that outright um, oh, evil or I, anything, just, just, just... It was something that only made itself known occasionally, but when it did, it was not a good energy at all. Maybe it was passing through. Yeah, the thing in Riding's house, my, my childhood home, there were a few... The things in my childhood home were... There was a few presences there, and most of them were pretty tame, I think. Like, not... Not not uh, vicious or evil, but this thing in the shared flat was, was definitely... You know, and you can just sense... Yeah, and... Um, yeah, so hopefully that's given you a bit of a... Well, listeners, giving you a bit of goosebumps. I don't know um, if anyone else has experienced anything like that. I mean, it could just be sleep paralysis, but... Sure didn't feel like it. No, it doesn't sound pure like sleep paralysis either. No, I mean it was. If you heard something next to you and no, I could hear. Well, thought there was something else in the bed or another person. In the yeah, bed. I could feel you breathing next to me. Um, yeah, and then as I said, it was like someone had chucked a bucket of ice over me when I wake up because that kind of cauldron thinking, oh my god, I'm on my own. <laughs> Except I'm not. Yeah. No, I think that house was quite old as well. I don't know, but yeah. So, there you have it. There, there, that concludes most of my... I mean, there's other little bits and pieces that have happened to me, but those, those are the majority of my experiences up to date. So I hope you've enjoyed them, guys. It sounds like you didn't, so... Not that last one, no. No. I don't mind when the cat comes to visit me. That's yeah, all that's right. Fine, yeah. that's still ha that happened to me a couple of nights ago, actually. Um, and that's fine. Um, it just gives me a bit, makes me jump a little bit when you first feel the on the bed <laughs> mm, but I yeah. think I've heard other people um, experiencing that as well like ghosts cats and dogs just coming back to visit which is quite nice um, but yeah the rest of it can go jump off a cliff yes or yeah as a quoted from my favourite podcast be drop kicked down the stairs <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um, 
Well, unless you have anything else to add, I think I've pretty much come to the end. I, I don't think I do at this point. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed my stories. I did, I did. Definitely getting more sinister than the first lot you did. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of it now. So, obviously, it's your turn. It'll be Vince's turn next week, and then we're going to start researching local stories. Um, and if anyone wants to send in a story, that would be absolutely amazing. That would be interesting to hear, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Ghost Gig, everyone. The Ghost Gig. The Ghost Gig. <laughs> the Ghost Gig. Um, we will be back soon. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.